Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Chapter by Chapter, The Eye of the World. My name is Steve, and across from me over the internet webs, I have... Will... Cowan. See... Hello! You know now at this point that I'm not going to give you the whole rigmarole, big old fancy in- introduction. So no. he's giving it to yeah. himself. I I gotta I gotta be my own hype man. That's what my therapist keeps telling me. <laughs> Perfect. It's important. Yeah. It's important to listen to your therapist. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. Yeah. And today, uh, we're getting into chapter seven of I am the Eye of the World, out of the woods. So if you remember from our last chapter yesterday, we were still in the woods. We were in the but woods. Today, Tam was in the woods. Ran was in the woods. Tam was hurting, speaking all sorts of nonsense. And they're still in the woods. They're still in the woods, but it looks like we're going to get out of them today. But it looks like we're getting out of the woods. Yeah. Lots of things were said in the last chapter. Uh, if you guys want to take, take a look at what, what was said, listen to the yesterday's episode, because there is a lot to unpack. We're, we're moving forward today. So, Rand and Tam are still in the forest, and they're only in there for a short bit before they come reaching Emmons Field. So during this whole time while Rand is in the forest, he's thinking that we're going to get to town and we're going to be safe. Maybe it's just this one-off band of Trollocs that are running around and their farm was in the way or... Yeah, they just escaped imminent death on a Trolloc attack. And, you know, Tam is dying. Rand sees Emmons Field as home plate, home base. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, like, he doesn't know what the Trollocs are doing. No, no one knows what the, what the Trollocs are up to. So, in his mind, like you said, Emmons Field is home base. That's home plate. We're getting home right now. And as they're coming up, he's starting to see the smoke. He's starting to see some fires. He's starting to see some some chaos in Emmons lots, Field. Lots of red flags that he should turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he... <laughs> but he can't turn around. That's because... where the book ends, right there. He's just like, nope. And he just and he goes decided back into the woods. Fuck this. Yeah. He left Chapter... Tam to die. <laughs> and he lived in the mountainside eating bread. Yeah, Sweet that's rolls. it. I know that's what I would do, but that's not what our hero is going <laughs> to well, do. Well, that's why this book's not about you. Yeah. So he get, uh, as he reaches Emmons Field, like I said, he starts seeing smoke. The Trollocs have hit Emmons Field as well. Trollocs and... Trolloc strike. A Trolloc strike. Hard Trolloc strike. And way harder chaos. than the other one. Oh yeah. It was like a it was a it was like an army of them. How many did yeah. uh, So twenty of them probably hit um Tam and Rand's farm. I would assume like a, a band of like fifty or a hundred yeah, probably hit like uh Emmons Emmons Field. Field. And uh as Tam and Rand are rolling in. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, they run into Egwene and uh, Master Luhan. And they basically go like, we've been hit by Trollocs. And people are hurt. People are bleeding out. People are people are dying. It's real bad. It's real bad. It's, it's not fun right now. And the only thing that's on Rand's mind right now is getting Tam help. To, to help heal him. That's the only thing that he cares about at the at the moment. Because it's urgent. He has to, or Tam will die. Yeah. And I believe 
I didn't read this chapter. I only read the chapter, this, the once over. And he tells Egwene and, uh, and Master Luhan that he needs to find uh, Nynaeve, the wisdom in town. Yep. Nynaeve shows up and she takes a look at, at uh, Tam and she, it, she's like, he's a goner. Yeah, she's like, woof. Uh, yeah. hmm. You came to see like, me, eh? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, You're uh, <laughs> you boy. See, the Trollocs took my magic rock. <laughs> so I can't do anything for him. Uh, sorry, guys. Bye. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, Nynaeve basically, like, says she can't do it. She, she's like, the best thing we can do right now is just make him comfortable. We don't know what else we can do. And uh, at that point, Rand doesn't really know what to do now. I think he heads over to the Wine Spring Inn. Inn. Yeah, he heads, he, heads, he heads over that way just to like find a bed for his dad to, to, to lay in. <clears throat> and that's where he runs into Bran, the Wine Spring Inn owner and mayor of town, who yeah. we've seen quite a bit already. The mayor's surprised now, that they're even alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm trying to trying to remember here. Was it Bran that suggested? Oh no, because as he's as he's coming in to the wine spring in, he sees the Gleeman sitting on the front porch. Yeah, like Tom. The, Tom joins in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees he sees Tom sitting on the on the front porch of the uh, of the wine spring in, and uh, this is where we finally learn for a fact that Moraine is an Aes Sedai. Yeah. It is revealed. It is discovered that she is an Aes Sedai. Aes Sedai. An Amy Sedaris. Uh, she's an Amy Sedaris. <laughs> There's a lot of Amy Sedaris in this series. <laughs> Listen, I got a cat situation going on over here. That's okay. I, I like cats. For any, uh, for any cat this is how cats. our ratings are going to go up. We people now love just, cats. People love cats. So Tom tells Rand that Moraine pretty much almost single-handedly with Lan. So not single-handedly. Yeah, but the two of them um, fight off the the Trollocs. Yeah, they just they just clean house. He's they like, just like they. He's like Moraine was shooting lightning, and yeah. and Lan was just he was like doing that thing that that Link does in Zelda when you hold a. And you just <laughs> spin the sword around in like nine circles and kill ten dudes. Now we're quoting verbatim from the book. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's when uh, I think I believe uh, Bran says uh, comes out, seized seized Ham, and because of the realization that Moraine is an Aes Sedai, I think it was Bran's idea to go talk to Moraine and ask her if she can help Tam. Well, he mentions the mayor's like, the mayor's like, she's an acid eye. Word. I heard acid eye can heal people. <laughs> and they're like, they can. And uh, the thing is with acid eye is like, nobody wants to be, you don't want to be in bed with acid eye. Well, there. So no one's really they, happy about the, the concept of the, of the idea when it when it comes up. Yeah, like the the people of Edmonds Field, they don't 
Aes Sedai aren't necessarily looked on as favorable people. They, they're they kind of like, you don't, from everything that I've gathered so far up to this point, Aes Sedai are just people you don't want to be hanging out with. I don't know if evil is the right term, but just like people of Evansfield don't want anything to do with it. Sketchy. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, is that while Rand is in the front of the Wine Spring Inn, he looks onto the door and there's a marking on the door in the shape of a, a dragon fang and a dragon. And it's called a dragon fang. And what is a, a dragon fang there? Mr. Steve Haynes want to pour into the glossary. I'll pour into it. <clears throat> Tell you about a little thing called a dragon fang. The dragon fang. It's a stylized mark, usually black in the shape of a teardrop balanced on its point scrawled on a door or a house. It is an accusation of evil against the people inside. So, even Rand looks at that. Look at that. Looks at that marking on the door, and he's like, "Why would anybody put that in the Wine Spring Inn? Like everybody's great there. Everybody's yeah. awesome. It's like uh, it's but, like Cheers. Yeah, it's like Cheers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Frazier's sitting there. Want to go where everyone knows your name, and they're always <laughs> glad you came. That's what it is. But and. Maybe there's a couple people who showed up recently who no one was glad that they came. And nice. <laughs> you like that? Nice. Like right there. That was good. <laughs> We're talking about Lan and Moran, of course. Yeah. So the newcomers in the village. Yeah. So was it the Trollocs? Like I think it was. Wasn't it implied that the Trollocs put that marking there, or was it the, um, the people of Evansville? Well, that's what it is, right? It's them. I. Th- isn't them as in Trollocs or them as in the people of Evansfield? Um, Moraine and Lan. Like, it's on there because of them. Because of them, exactly. But, like, wh- why is it there in the first place? Like, who, who was it the Trollocs? Like, putting there as, like, there is evil there and saying that, that the Aes Sedai are there, blah, 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 blah. Or is it the people of Evansfield that's also just like, oh, you were housing an Aes Sedai in your inn? Shame on you. That's what, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was the latter. But I could be wrong. Gotcha. I I thought it was the Trollocs that did it, but maybe I got to pour through the chapter again to be 100% sure. But that's that kind of fact is negligible. The point is, is that the thing is on the door, and Bran... Well, we don't know the, who... It's not revealed who put it there. Oh, really? Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. It is. I, I, was, I thought it was referred to as the, the Trollocs did it. But it doesn't gotcha. really matter because everybody knows that the that Moraine is there anyways. Yeah. Because she just revealed herself when she was kicking ass. Well, yeah. It's kind of hard to miss a woman calling down lightning out of the sky. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you want to remain incognito, if you're a wizard, don't do wizard stuff. <laughs> don't do it. So, uh, where were we? Right. Bran I th- uh, tells Rand... Why don't you go talk to Moraine, see if she can heal your dad. Rand runs over to Moraine and uh, Moraine and Lan, and they're just kind of like resting at the, at the moment. Just kind of like, cause they just kicked ass and Moraine just used a whole bunch of power. She got to let that mana refill. She got to let that mana refill. And she 
she agrees, but she's like, just give me some, just give me a hot second. I got, I just got to take a knee and I'm right behind you. Just give me two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> just, just give me five. Just give me five. Um, but that more or less, uh, wraps up the chapter. She does mention a little bit of the, the, the Trolloc attack. She said that she like, oh, we should have saw the Raven earlier. We should have take, taken that as a sign. Uh, because if you remember in chapter two, I don't know if we talked about it in chapter two, but in chapter two, um, Rand and I believe it was Matt, they were throwing rocks at a, at a Raven. This is right before uh, Moraine gives, gives those coins to, to Rand mm-hmm. and his buddies. They're throwing, they're throwing rocks at a Raven. And that Raven, Moraine remembers, she's like, oh, we should have taken that as a sign that Trollocs are coming or that there was a mirror draw nearby or that it was, there was something else afoot here other than just, just a Raven there. She also mentions that she like counted and there was seven bands of Trollocs that showed up. So like a, like a huge group. And mentions that, that this is very unusual Trolloc behavior. The way that they are cooperating and the way their strategies have changed. They're, they're acting in ways they haven't seen since this is the first time we hear of since the Trolloc Wars. Since the Trolloc Wars. So I say we leave it there and we get in more into that and the Trolloc Wars tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, put a little bow on it, wrap it up. Yeah, I say let's wrap it up. She agrees to help out Rand. And then in the next chapter, which we'll get into tomorrow, a place of safety, we'll see what happens. With Tam. I don't want to see Tam go. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see, see it. I like that guy. I want to hear more of his ramblings, his feverish ramblings. What else? What other secrets is he going to let slip? He's got a lot of secrets hanging out in there. Yep. He's got a lot. But yes, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow for Chapter 8.